Welcome to another episode of Unshakable Marriage Podcast, where we have real conversations to take your relationship to the next level. In this episode, we are going to discuss love and respect. Love and respect are the foundation of a good marriage, and only um, when you're building a marriage, it's quite similar to building a house. Yes, it is. When we are building a house, you, you need basically three things. You need the right foundation, you need the right structure, and then you need um, a roof. So you, you put the right foundation for the house to stand on. You put the right structure around that. And then, then you need a roof that will be strong enough to protect you in all the conditions. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how grand your build is, if your foundation is not laid right, that house will eventually come tumbling down. Yes, and we've seen in the context of uh, marriage, some houses fall earlier, others, you know, it takes time for them to come down. But if the foundation is not right, you can be certain that that house is going to come crumbling down. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen houses where the foundation was not done correctly. There is going to cost you a lot in fixing, trying to, you know, patch cracks and all of that. And until that house is brought down and you start from the beginning, nothing will help it. Oh, man. When the foundation is not right, there's no telling what kind of problems you will have with that building. So it's very important that we build our, our marriages on the right foundation. Very true. So we are dealing with foundational matters today, which is why we are saying it, it is the love and respect. I want to um, just, um, you, you know the story already. You know, when I was a teenager, I used to read a lot of novels. Romance no- novels in particular were my favorite. And when you do that as a teenager, you know, you form a picture of what a romantic love should look like and eventually what marriage should look like. Mm, mm. And, you know, it's you then come into a relationship, maybe a dating or a courtship, and eventually lead to a marriage. I must say, the two look very different. Yeah. And so I wanted today to debunk some of those myths that, you know, as youngsters we form about what love is, which you know, the, that comes to hamper our ability to succeed in our relationships because we come with this very foreign elements and you want to see it happening. If it's not happening, therefore it's not love. What is love in the context of marriage? In the context of marriage, love is not what the, the books of fiction that you, <laughs> you used to read say it is. They convince me it is. <laughs> In the real world, love is a commitment. So when we're talking about love, we're talking about commitment. It has to do with each one of you committing to do good to the other. It's when you elevate the welfare of each other above anything else. When that is in place, we can then say that truly there is love. Mm-hmm. So where does the, the romance and the commitment Polite, you know, are we because we we expect fireworks? You come into the marriage, and I, I, I remember one couple in in particular. 
and we were talking about how their marriage would look like. This was a premarital session, and the 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 groom to be was saying how there's going to be music all the time in that bedroom. <laughs> and I remember us laughing about it. It's like he has no idea what he's going into. <laughs> yeah, he, he has read some of those uh, books he used to read. On, on that fiction. might be movies, actually. <laughs> oh, well, in <laughs> this case, it, it could be movies. Yeah. But Hollywood movies. Yes. But there is um, a small part that is played by romance, but for the, for the most part, if you're going to build a marriage that lasts, that commitment, you know, it's an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. And that part is the part that we often miss when we have newlyweds, that you're dealing here with a human being. This person has flaws that you're going to discover more, many of in marriage. And as you journey together and you find this human being and all their flaws and their goodness, all of it coming together. You know, that commitment says, I'm going to choose to love this person deeply. Not less, because now, you know, there's that familiarity coming and and setting in into the marriage. Yes, it, uh, it's a commitment to love your your your, your spouse as well with, with your words. It's evident in how you speak to them, how you use your words, and also you know, through your actions. So, in reality, you are loving them in spite of themselves. And that is love. Yes. And this is what we read about in the Bible. When you're reading First Corinthians chapter 13, and you go through that entire chapter, you know, it just details how love should be kind, how it should be patient, how it does not take um, account of wrongs and all of that. So when you look at how the Bible talks about love, you realize that you know there is a lot of um, forgiving. There's a lot of joy that you experience with a person, but you know there, there is also the patience you mm-hmm. need to have with your spouse as they grow and they evolve to become who God has made them to be. Yes, you you need a lot of patience. You need a lot of forgiving in, in marriage because uh, the marriages that make it are not those of perfect spouses, but it of those that are willing to forgive each other. What are the indicators that there is love in a marriage? There's a number of things that will indicate the presence of love in a marriage. One of them is sacrifice, and I think this should be the most important one. When Wherever there is true love, will always find sacrifice. And I would say in the, the counseling sessions that we've had with many couples, I find that men struggle with this point in particular. Well, I think they, they struggle to understand it. Yes, because for you as the wife, if you ask your husband to help with the chores in the house and he does not appear to be willing, that is lack of sacrifice as far as you are concerned, Right. And to a man, he feels, I'm working. That is sacrifice. <laughs> you know, so I, I believe what you're saying could be true that, you know, perhaps it's a matter of understanding the concept itself, what it looks like in the marriage. 
Yeah, when we talk about sacrifice, we're basically talking about the willingness to take an inconvenience yes. for your spouse. And that applies in all areas. So when the husband is willing to be inconvenienced for the sake of the well-being of the spouse, he is displaying love. And the sacrificial love. Like and sacrificial love because in marriage, if the love is not sacrificial, mm -hmm. then it's not love. It's not love. Whenever the scripture talks about love, you see that there's always death involved. I mean, the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his son for what? To die. Mm -hmm. So you see that true love is always followed closely by death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and no one is requiring blood necessarily, but I mean, can you be inconvenienced for the sake of your spouse? Is, is the willingness to go an extra mile for your spouse. That is very important. Yes. And what is the other thing that we should look for? Another indicator of love would be, I'd say, openness, you know, the transparency, where you have nothing to hide. Because people who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. Mm -hmm. It's you being transparent to your spouse, letting them in every room of your life. Mm -hmm. Because there are spouses that are kept in the kitchen. They are not allowed into the bedroom of someone's life. People are living with secrets that they are keeping from their spouses. Yeah. That is not an, indi an indication of love. I've often been in... Um, ladies' meetings where it will be recommended for you to have a secret purse that the husband doesn't know about for whatever reason, you know. Um, but then those kind of things, would you say that would fall under not being open or that is just, you know, sheer wisdom? You know, I'd encourage couples to be open as much as possible in each and every area of their lives because... The moment we begin to allow secrecy in one area for whatever reason, it soon bleeds into other areas of your life. And by, before you realize, now you are just um, a stranger to your spouse because everything about you, they are just in the dark about who you are, where you go, and uh, what you are about. And it shouldn't be so. Mm -hmm. And I would say also, you know, time spent together is an indicator of love in a relationship. That's very important, especially for for women. Especially for us women. Yeah. <laughs> but then I would say it's it, it's something that we both should enjoy, right? Because in courtship, in dating, what was the thing that really fueled the love for each other? Because yes. the time spent together. Yeah. It was a willingness to be together all the time. Yes. And so for us to continue and build on this relationship and build a marriage that will go the distance, that time still needs to be carved out for just the two of us. Yes, marriage is sustained by that time spent together. Mm -hmm. it, it's another difficult concept, I believe, that most people are struggling to, to grasp. They think that you can be married to someone and then maintain the, and that true correspondence. Yeah. And it doesn't actually work. You need to be there, physically there, as much as your schedule allows. Mm -hmm. You need to be there because you develop the, the affection is developed 
in the time spent together. I remember some years ago when we first learned of the concept of, you know, having date nights in your marriage and we began to aggressively practice that. One of the things we used to do a lot was go to the movies and after some time we sat down and, and said, this does not actually work for us because firstly, we don't like the same genres, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> you like things that are scary and I'll not be able to sleep for days after watching that. I like things that are more on the romance and, you know, you, you sleep through all of that. And there is no conversation during that time. And so we are together, but we're not really spending time together, you know. It's not enriching our relationship in a certain way. So looking at that kind of time spent together, I think you also need to examine what works for you because this is what doesn't work for us, but it works perfectly well for someone else. Yes, for some people, I mean, it's a, it's a delight for them to go to the movies. We would encourage those who find value in that yeah. to do so. We did it, uh, but, you know, 15 minutes into the movie, I would normally be asleep. <laughs> and um, if, if we've gone with my choice. Yes, uh, because, you know, your, your stories, there's not a lot of action I love to see action, cars screeching, blood, guns. That's my type of movie, but yeah. that's not your type of movie. I spend the entire time hiding behind you. <laughs> yeah. So we come out of that and it was just not a pleasant experience for either of us. But then um, as, as couples, look into what you know contributes positively to your time spent together and invest more time in that. Moving on to the next one, respect. Respect is a big one for me. And I feel that this is where many marriages are lost. Yeah. Respect precedes love. And in the absence of respect, a relationship is just not going to survive. Yes, true. Respect is a you know, marriage runs on two wings. It's like a, a bird that flies on two wings. The one wing is the wing of love, and the second wing is the wing of respect. Mm -hmm. So respect is very important in marriage. Yeah. When we are talking about respect in the context of marriage, what are we looking at? It's a number of things. Firstly, is the perceived worth of the person. What is your perceived worth of your spouse? Mm. How do you see them? Who are they to you? What value do you place on them? So when you talk about respect, we talk about the perceived worth. And it is treating your spouse as precious and valuable. That is evident in how you speak to them. That is evident in how you, you defer to them. That is evident in how you engage them that is also evident in how you carry yourself yeah and i'll say that the, the quality of a relationship would be a direct product of their mutual respect throughout the years right so if in a relationship one of of of, of you is actually um losing respect for the other that is going to now bring in a, a different dimension where there is just marital discourse. When there is no respect, you can be sure that 
the, the marriage started going downstream. Yeah. Respect is also about being a ready listener. It's about giving yourself time to listen to your spouse. And when you do listen to them, you listen with your heart instead of listening with your fears. You know, when you listen with your heart, you are very open. But when you listen with your fears, you are defensive. Mm -hmm. And respect also is about honoring your spouse's strength. God has given to each one of us a strength. We all have an inbuilt strength. And respect has to do with you locating and honoring the strength that your spouse has. I think we, we, we all want to be seen from the position of strength mm-hmm. rather than from the position of weakness. So when you are able to honor your spouse's strength, you are being respectful. Yes. Well, in terms of value, you know, women want to be loved and men, are, uh, they want to be respected. The topic of respect is very important and I think oftentimes when it is discussed it's in a context where it's emphasized for men. You know, they say men require respect and women, you know, they crave love and that is true. But for for today we are looking at mutual love and mutual respect, right? We need that for a marriage to actually go the distance because when you lose that mutual respect, you have so many problems. Many times we've sat, we've sat with couples and when we discuss their problems, we, you realize that we're just dealing with symptoms, you know, whether we, they, they say it's communication, the man is withdrawing or the woman is rude and all of that. But really the underlying problem is loss of respect. There is one person who holds the other in contempt. Thank you for listening to the Unshakable Marriage Podcast. Be sure to join us when we bring you our next episode. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate and support it by clicking the link on the episode notes. Until next time.